eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey everybody, Danny West, hogsports.com. Coming to you on a Friday afternoon here in Northwest Arkansas. Final visit weekend. Before we get into the early signing period next week, so I thought now would be a good time to sit down, knock out a quick podcast, talk about a few of these remaining targets, and hopefully answer a few questions for you and maybe paint a better picture as we get into the home stretch here but before we do I've got to remind everybody of our current deal on hogsports.com 50% off your annual VIP membership for your first year 50% off that membership so if you're a, a monthly subscriber currently we appreciate you doing that too but you've also got the opportunity to go ahead and upgrade and take advantage of that option so we appreciate that spread the word on that if you will and maybe it'd be a good Christmas idea for somebody so thank you for doing that hey there's a lot going on in recruiting right now you know a lot of transfer stuff a lot of uh, remaining targets here I say a lot there's a few and you know who they are by now LaTerrence Welch Gentry Williams and Sam Bakke we'll start with LaTerrence of course an LSU commit four-star corner out of Lafayette Louisiana he's currently at LSU for his final visit this week and uh you know how to feel about that. Uh, statistics don't lie. Typically, that's going to favor LSU, but I think there's a real shot here. I really do. Um, despite my 10 years of knowledge telling me otherwise, I think the circumstances are, are just a little different in this case. So maybe it'll work out for Arkansas. That's a guy that I think is going to go down to the wire. Uh, Sam Bakke going to make a final decision on signing day. Still like where Arkansas is at with Sam. Of course, he was up here last weekend, as was Welch, for an official visit. And uh, big, big kid, 6'3". He says he's 195. He looks 215 to me. I mean, he's just big, thick, barrel-chested. Reminds me of uh, myself quite a bit, you know. But really good-looking wide receiver there. But And then lastly, Gentry Williams. Of course, everybody asks me daily about Gentry and um Still committed to Oklahoma. I think there was quite a bit of work to be done if Arkansas were to have any shot at maybe flipping him. And I'm just not sure if it's going to be enough, but I know they're trying like heck to get him. So we'll see uh, who he decides to sign with on Wednesday if he does sign. And we don't know for a fact that he will, but I guess we'll find out next week. So maybe a little bit of signing day drama build up here, but uh, that's okay. We like that. That's always fun. You know, it's it seems like Arkansas, we... We haven't had much of it around here lately, you know. Uh, I like those signing day decisions. Gets everybody hyped up and and hopefully no letdown this year. But um, as far as transfer market, I I mentioned Landon Jackson, Isaiah Satania on campus this week. Uh, 
for official visits. Um, Landon, of course, went into the uh, transfer portal on Wednesday. By Wednesday night, I think I had made my prediction for Arkansas. Heard a lot of really good things early on as soon as he went into the portal. So we'll let him get through the, the weekend, let Arkansas do their thing with him. But I, I do. I like Arkansas's position going into that visit. Then, of course, Isaiah, been committed for a little over a month now. The nation's leading receiver this year, 19. Uh, he went over 1,900 yards. That's really impressive. So uh, four-star wide receiver, of course, right here in Fayetteville. But outside of that, you know, there's still quite a bit of transfer talk, both incoming and outgoing transfers. So I still feel like defensive line is going to be a, a position of need for Arkansas. And, of course, you've got Landon on campus this weekend. If you could seal the deal on that one, I think that's a solid start. But you still got to get some more, and I, I think they know that. And I would still expect a heavy, heavy emphasis on the D-line transfer portal. But uh, – with that, I guess we can just open this mailbag and, and see what we've got in it this week. First one up, we got Hog Slop, 2011. He wants to know any defensive linemen and linebackers to look out for in 2023. The answer is yes. Next question. No, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll run through a few names here. Starting with the D-line, you know, there's a few that come to mind more quickly than others, and the first is Caleb James. Right, he's been here uh, a few times, and I know he attended the A&M game in Arlington, so a lot of positive signs pointing there. Uh, Fort Worth, Nolan Catholic is his high school. Trey Wilson out of Garland, Texas. Tyler Gant out of St. Louis, uh, St. Louis uh, Christian Brothers High School. That's just a few that come to, come to mind immediately. And then, of course, you've had some big-time guys, some four-star types and uh, Wilkie Denaud. Big-time kid out of Florida. He's been here this past summer. Gabriel Harris uh, Harris is a four-star. Big-time kid out of Georgia. By Joby, a four-star edge guy. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. I'm just going to say it real fast. By Joby is a four-star guy out of Norman, Oklahoma. I forget his high school, so you'll have to forgive me. But he camped here. They offered. Uh, could be one to watch. I would imagine he'll be back. But uh, at linebacker, Tackett Curtis has to be the first name that comes to mind. Four-star kid out of Louisiana. Been up here a couple of times now. Uh, Big-time kid there. Everett Rousseau and Raul Aguirre, a couple of Georgia kids. that They've been here, and I know they'll be back. I would fully expect both of them to be back. And if I had to pick one over the other to really, really keep your eye on, it would probably be Everett Rousseau. So I think he's filling Arkansas right now. Next up, we've got Razorback Fan 1986. He wants to know guy filling on Welch. I would imagine he meant gut filling. I sure hope so. My gut filling on LaTerrence Welch right now is Arkansas. But the problem with that is today is December 10th, not December 15th, right? And, of course, it's Friday, and he's getting into his LSU visit. He's an, LS, he's an LSU commit. He's a... Louisiana kid, again, you do the, the research on those those three things, man, it, it's hard to beat LSU in that regard. But like I said, I think the, the circumstances are quite a bit different in, in this year. So um, I do. I, I like Arkansas's chances, but, I again, I say it's going down to the wire. I really think that uh, is going down to the wire. I, I would imagine we go to bed next Tuesday evening 
and not know exactly what to expect out of Welch on Wednesday. But uh, looks like he put out a tweet, 4 o'clock decision on signing day, so we're going to have to sweat that one out a little bit. That's a late decision. Uh, you had a follow-up question here, expandable or fixed broadhead. I shoot a fixed. I shoot a fixed, but I've got no problem with anybody that, that shoots a, uh, a mechanical. I just I do quite a bit of ground hunting, uh, you know, especially in northwest Missouri. They got that tall, thick CRP stuff, and I just, I like the, uh, maybe it makes no scientific sense at all, but to me, I just, I like knowing I could plow through some of that grass if I needed to and not risk expanding that thing and, and not getting any penetration. So that's my reason for that, but I shoot a fixed. Next up, we got Ghog99. He wants to know if there's any update on bumper. No update that I've been made aware of so far. Bumper's been pretty quiet with everything, I think. But uh, we did learn today that Ricky Stromberg's coming back. We had a pretty good indication that he was going to. Matter of fact, um, I think he told the coaches on Monday and then waited till the end of the week to put it out. So that was good news, but really nothing on bumper. I mean, it's been quiet. But, you know, if you're asking for my guess, I would tend to guess that he's going to come back. Nobody's told me that. I'm just sitting here thinking I'm not a draft expert by any means. I don't know what he might be hearing, but I do have to wonder how much that all-time mark means to him. You know, Tony Bua's got the, got the record all-time tackles with 408, and here Bumper sits at 344 right now. If he plays, I assume he's playing the bowl game. Uh, you do his per-game average, give him 10, you know, I think he's averaged 10.2 a game over the last two years. So let's give him 10 for the bowl. That puts him at 354 for his career. He would need 54 more to tie the record next year. Shoot, he could do that in five games, you know. So imagine what he could do with a full schedule. If they played uh, played a bowl game next year, 13 games, I mean, he could he could put that thing away forever, especially when you think, you know, you can put an asterisk by it if you want, but he's played. He will have played five years as opposed to Tony Boo and everybody else played four. But still, you know, the record is the record. If you're number one, you're number one, right? So, I've always wondered if that means anything to him. He's a he's a lifelong Razorback. I'm sure he's aware of it. He's got to be. So we'll see what happens there. But hopefully, for Bumper's case, he's getting good news and and what he wants to hear. But uh, he's been one of my favorite guys. I love Bumper. Next up, we got Hog Fan in Kansas, 16. He wants to know about the 2024 recruiting class. That gum, son, you're killing me. Names to know in and out of state. Also, why is Kansas so good for hunting? All right. First, I'll say this about the 23 and the 24 class. Based on early visits and early interest, I think those two have a real shot to be very highly rated. I'm not just saying that. I don't say that very often about Arkansas's recruiting classes out front. But those two stick out to me because of the early visits. They've had some absolute studs on campus at a very early stage of these kids' recruitment process. So that's always a good sign. Uh, you know, it's one thing for a sophomore to tell you he's interested and that's, you know, my dream school or whatever. It's another thing for the kid and his parents to get in the car and put their money where the mouth is and go to campus and hang out with the coaches. And they've done that a lot at Arkansas this year. So good signs there, but 
specifically. Uh, let's start with Braylon Russell. Obviously, he's already committed running back out of Hot Springs. You know, four-star type guy in my book. Could be even higher. I mean, this kid's a stud. 6'1", 225 already. Uh, looks like a million bucks. Ryan Wingo, familiar name there. Younger brother of Ronnie, of course. Four-star wide receiver out of St. Louis. Big-time speed guy. He's been here a couple of times, and he'll be back several more times. He's a 24 wide receiver. Um, I think he's currently number six in the country overall for that year's class. So big-time dude. Uh, Vinny Winters, offensive lineman out of Malvern. He's a guy I think they'll probably end up getting. Walker White out of uh, Little Rock Christian, probably a four-star type quarterback. Uh, King Joseph Edwards, four-star athlete out of Georgia. He was here this season. Maurice Williams is a top 20 uh, safety out of Shadow Creek in Texas. Peyton Pierce, Colin Simmons at linebacker. I'm running out of names here. You put me on the spot, 2024. Zadavian Sims is a D lineman out of Denison, Texas. I think they'll I think they're in a really good spot with Sims early on. But, you know, I can run through these names all day, but still a long way out, buddy. Long way out till 2024. Shoot, it's a long way out till next Wednesday for me. So uh, your second, uh, why is Kansas so good for hunting? I get in trouble when I talk good things about Kansas, but uh, lots of agriculture would be my guess. You got good soil, you grow good food. You grow good food, you grow good animals. So, and, you know, Kansas gets overlooked for its diversity, in my opinion. A lot of diverse habitat. Western Kansas looks a lot different than Southeast Kansas. Central Kansas looks different from both of them. So I think that probably probably plays a little bit of a role. And then, of course, the lack of people in those areas. The lack of people is always good for the wildlife. Horatio Hogg, he wants to know, do you think there will be any staff turnover this year? <clears throat> I mean, you can never rule it out at this point. In fact, the safer bet is probably to say, yeah, there's going to be turnover, you know, because just about everybody's got it every year. But I haven't heard anything specific on that so far, Horatio. Hope you're doing good, man. Uh, Alpy Hog. He wants to know, besides Landon Jackson, who's another name to keep an eye on in the transfer portal? Alpy, I remember you. You used to write into the... Um, the Hog Hustle Show. So I appreciate the question. Hope you're doing good too. But um, yeah, so far, nobody specific. I know they they offered the young man or supposedly offered the edge rusher from Albany University. Um, so maybe one to keep an eye on there. But he's a brand new name to me. Just came across my computer, I mean, within the hour. So to answer your question, I would expect Again, a heavy dose on the D-line. I think the wide receiver uh, addition of Hazelwood should be no surprise, when you, uh, no surprise to anybody when you think about their needs for next year. It's all needs-based, right? A linebacker would be a target area for me and D-line. Um, I think tight end I probably would have if not for Trey Knox coming on the way he did throughout the course of the year. I feel like that's a guy you can build around at tight end now. And, I, you know, he's going to get in the weight room, put on 20, 25 pounds, and, and be a much better tight end next year, in my opinion. So probably solved a, uh, a major problem there with him. All right, moving on, we've got Ockham's Razorback. He wants to know about the current number situation. That's a question that I get a lot. And uh, 
you know, there's really no clear answer to it. I think it comes down to how much they really like a guy at this point. Like right now, I'm not sure they even have room for anybody else, honestly. And uh, here we are talking about a few guys that potentially might choose Arkansas, and I'm not even sure they've got room for them. But this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. You know, if you love a guy, you figure it out later. You you take the kid. I mean, if you can get a guy like Williams or Welch or Bakke, you take them, then you figure out the numbers uh, when whenever you have to. You burn that bridge when you get there. But what you won't see them do is just go out and sign a kid just to, you know, have another body at tight end or defensive end, whatever the case may be. I don't. They don't have that luxury right now, so... They are really, really strapped when it comes to numbers, and, and that should tell you a lot about how they view these final targets because they don't have room, and they're making room. If All right, next up we've got Pork Rind 69 He asked me for my assessment of the in-state talent in the future. With the rapid growth of NWA, you would think it'd be trending upward, no? Um, I think it really depends on who's moving to NWA, honestly. I mean, I think about my neighbors living around me, and, you know, Mr. Harold, he's one of the best men I've ever met, but he's in his 60s, and he doesn't run a 4-5, or five, you know. My buddy Burke's across the street. He could probably get a pickup game rebound, but otherwise horrible athlete. Jose, my buddy, from, he's from California, lives right down the street. He's five foot seven, five eight, maybe, can't run. Uh, my wife's from Kansas, Deanna's from Kansas, they can't guard me, so you get where I'm going with it. There's a lot of people that move here that they aren't four-star athletes at all, so um, you would you would love it when those do show up, like a Jaden Jackson, right, uh, Josh Frazier, Isaiah Satania, they do happen, Dre Greenlaw to a certain extent moved in, but they're few and far between. So uh, I think it really comes down to who's moving here and, and not so much about the uh, the quantity of who's moving here, if that makes sense. That probably made no sense. But it is a very cyclical state. It, it's frustrating. You know, it's it's impossible to predict at times because, you know, in a year like this, they offered 12 kids in the state. You're going to end up getting most of them. But then next year, you might only get four or five next year. Who knows? And it's it's been that way for decades, you know. I say decades, Houston Nutt would offer, you know, 15, 16 guys. But here lately, over the last decade especially, it's just been up and down, and you never know what to expect from one year to the next. 
Who wins in a cage fight, Trey or Curtis? Same question for DVH, Muss, and Pitt. Well, it's a good one. Trey or Curtis? Curtis is about six foot five. I'm not sure people know that. Curtis is about six foot five. Trey's about six one. But Trey is my boss, so I'm going with Trey. And then on DVH, Muss, and Pitt, uh, I got to go DVH. I mean, you got to. I know he's the oldest in that group. I think he's got Coach Pitt by a year. Well, Pitt just turned 60, I think. So maybe DVH is two years older than Pitt, I think. But, yeah, I got to go DVH, man. Hell, I thought he was going to beat up Vitello. Vitello's a pretty big old boy in pretty good shape, and I thought he was going to kill him. So, yeah, I'll go DVH. He's still got that fire. Uh, R.J. Hewitt wants to know, any in-state guys you thought was a take by Arkansas or one you thought they could have benefited from taking and they didn't? Yeah, Jalen White. He's been my answer for that question throughout the year. Jalen White out of Parkview. I said it for months. I, he would have been one of my top five or six offered guys in the state. Maybe I'm just seeing it differently than, than Arkansas, and that's fine. We don't have to agree on everything, but I liked him quite a bit. I felt like, especially in a, in a linebacker class that includes three signees and you know flirted with a couple others, a deep linebacker class, I felt like he was the guy that probably could have made that transition and helped him. I really felt that way, but you know, he's going to Ole Miss. Arkansas didn't have room, and and uh, that's the way it's going to work out, and we wish him the best. That's a really good kid, in my opinion. All right, I got time for one more here from Ham Pittman. Solid name. He wants to know about Bray Walker. You know, I'm still confused about the Bray Walker stuff from last week. I know some people thought he was here, and maybe uh, we didn't report it for one reason or another. I can promise you, if a five-star steps foot on Arkansas's campus, it's in my best interest to report that, and I would go well out of my way to try to get permission to report that. So if he was here, they did a really good job of covering that up, but I don't think he was here at all. I don't. Um, you know, you think about the needs. You got Ricky back on the offensive line. You're going to return four of the five starters. I know Bray Walker's a heck of a player, no doubt about it, but the needs are on defense, right, the defensive line you got to get defensive linemen. I mean, this is the third year in a row that they've finished 12th in the conference in sacks. 12th in the conference. Here's where they finished in tackles for loss in the SEC over the last few years. Now, this is tackles for loss. 11th, 14th, 14th, 11th, 14th, 10th, and 10th again this year. You know, it's... That's not where you want to be, boys and girls. And it's not a terribly difficult thing to figure out why they're ranked so low in those two categories year after year. It comes down to recruiting, you know. Arkansas, I know a lot of people want to say stars don't matter, this and that. They do on the defensive line. I can promise you that. If they don't anywhere else, they do on the defensive line. Arkansas has signed two composite four-star defensive linemen in the last six years, two of them, just two. Colin Clay was one of them. He's transferred out after one year. And your other one was Matteo Soli, who hasn't exactly lived up to the four-star hype yet. Maybe he will, but not yet. So not only did you only sign two, the two you got, you get what I'm saying here. But 
you look over at Alabama right now, they've got four four stars or five stars in this year's class alone. You know, Ole Miss has signed four in the last four years alone. So, you know, I get it. Four-star defensive linemen are hard to find. Most of them don't live within a, a three-hour radius of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And, you know, the state doesn't produce that many compared to the neighboring states. So what do you got to do? You got to come up with something, right? You've either got to be better than everybody in developing, better than everybody in evaluating, or you got to hit that transfer portal and try to get some grown men, and that's that's what they're stuck with right now. And uh, I think they know that, and they're trying to address it. So um, anyway, with that, I'll wrap it up now that I've depressed you on defensive line talk. But, uh, hey, if this is your first time listening to my podcast in particular, I want to thank you, and I appreciate you uh, giving us a shot over at hogsports.com. Remember that 50% off your first year of an annual VIP subscription. And if you're a monthly subscriber, go ahead and check that out and uh, take advantage of that option as well. We appreciate you guys so much. And uh, you'll be hearing from me over the weekend. We'll have plenty of updates coming out of the two official visits this weekend. And I'm sure lots of talk about the remaining targets leading up to next Wednesday. We'll have it covered for you. Y'all have a good one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.